Welcome to Back on Your Bullshit. I am your host, Kate Morris. I'm a qualified nutritionist and personal trainer who fell in love with helping women build strong, healthy, and confident bodies. This podcast talks all things health, fitness, mindset, and business, helping you get back on your bullshit, take control, and build your dream life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Back on Your Bullshit podcast. Today, I am joined by two special guests, which is a little bit wild for my podcast. I've never had two guests in the one room at the one time, um, which these girls hold a special place in my heart. They are Nikki and Tess. Hello, Hello everyone. Beautiful introduction. We love you. So I'm not going to introduce you guys. I want you guys to tell everyone who you are, what you do, how you're here today. Over to you, mate. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm Nikki. Um, this is Tess, and we founded um, Ahead, which is Melbourne's first mindful salon. We're sisters, and that's who we are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Every time you have to introduce yourself, or somebody asks you, like, "What do you do with your like yourself?" <clears throat> I always get like super panicky. I'm like. I don't know. My name's Kate. Hi. Well, you like, like have to put yourself into a box, and I feel like it's like really hard. Like, do I say too much? Do I not say enough? Like, I'm a classic overthinker, so it goes straight down that like tunnel of like how much. Even now, I'm like, we're a hair salon. I haven't said we haven't said hey, what we do. Do you know what's funny is because you guys used to offer beauty services. Yes. Yes. I was talking. So these girls gave me beautiful skincare and we did a massive skin consult mm. which has changed my life like <laughs> literally changed my glowing life. glowing at the moment as well too oh, like your skin we'll talk like about that later because i think that's really interesting like my journey on maracatane and how this yes. stuff has actually fixed my skin but we'll get into that a little bit later but i remember like i can't remember the point of my story now <laughs> i just totally <laughs> lost my stuff. track of thought <laughs> i started thinking about maracatane and i was like fuck we're done <laughs> anyways Changing the topic. <laughs> switching gears again. I say switching gears. This podcast is very much like this episode, I think, is going to be us like switching gears oh, 24 7. So keep it moving. Because I it. feel like all of us like start talking about something and then we jump around like a million times. Oh, yeah. It's all that exciting. Three chaotic brains. <laughs> <laughs> one microphone. Yeah. In one fucking room. Good luck to the VA who's <laughs> Sorry, Kiara. We love you. Literally, poor thing. All right. So, when did you guys start your salon? How long have you been in business for? So we're approaching nine years, nine years next month. Happy yep. birthday. 23rd of July. Yay. Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> and we started the business when we were 21 and 23. Yeah. So, so Nikki was 21, I was 23 and we were fucking babies. Like just so. That is insane. Yeah. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. It, really, it, it is nuts. It's like yeah. when I so think you about guys hired a full space. Yeah. Set the salon up from scratch at the ages of 21 and 23, where most people would be like partying, doing drugs, living their best life, going out everywhere. That was on the side. <laughs> we were still doing that, just on the side. <laughs> you know what? I said to someone the other day, it was, it, it is kind of nuts when you look at it that way, because we, like, I had only really worked in one salon before. Yeah. Tess had worked in, Tess has only ever had one job. <laughs> one, she's only been to one job interview. Yeah. Nailed really? it, obviously. Worked First, I have 100% success rates. <laughs> like, I'm going to do one and that's it. Never and you again. decided, I've never working for anyone else yeah. ever in my life. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. Like, do you know what they're like in saying that? I worked for um, the salon that I was at previously, Beautiful Family, and I think that really inspired me wanting to work with my sister. I worked for a family-owned business. They were yeah. so beautiful. I grew up there. I started working for them when I was 15, 16. I left at 23. Oh, wow. Okay. So you were there for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I left it. And yeah. I literally only left so that I was able to start doing it with my best friend. So, yeah. And that right. was a real inspiration, I think, part of, like, for, for me, working with family. I was like, yes, I really want to do that. Yeah. I saw how much it was a big part of how they were as yeah, well. Yeah, wow. I remember my train of thought. Now, okay. Before, I was like, <laughs> I, I, my train of thought. I just yeah. remembered it. What? I keep saying, every time I talk about you guys on my Instagram, I keep saying ahead hair and beauty. Oh, so I I, I, phone with that, so I get it. So we've rebranded. Talk about that a little bit. So you know your episode with Lauren when you were like, couldn't get your head around? (laughs) Her (laughs) name change. I still can't. I don't know what it is. It's ingrained in my brain. Yeah, it happens. It's the same thing with your business. But we sort of quietly rebranded. So we were ahead hair and beauty. Now we're just ahead. One word, like Madonna. Just like... (laughs) Yeah, obviously <laughs> on the same level as well. <laughs> like Madonna. <laughs> so just ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
It's noted. I remember that. Babe, I still answer. I did it three times last week. Going, what is wrong with me? I'm still answering it, saying ahead. Her beauty. Mum's just calling. Oh, <laughs> it's classy. I love it. So, what was the rebranding? Why did we restructure? If you want to talk about it. Hmm? Yeah. Um. So, obviously, over the last nine years, we have had like so many different changes and things. So, you know, there was a time where we offered full be- full beauty services like nails and. Oh, wow. Um, tanning. Tanning, spray tanning. Like, like I do remember your spray tanning. Yeah. yeah, I was a bomb spray tanner. Yeah, you, still, <laughs> that still lives on. People still call up asking if we're doing tanning again. No. But, um, yeah, so we, we have, like, changed a lot of mm. things. Um, worked with a few different business mentors and things like that and restructured so many times along the way. And then in at the start of the year, our beautiful beauty therapist, Chloe, who took over from me when I went on maternity yeah. leave, she moved to um, the other side of the city. And right. when she left, we sort of talked about, okay, should we hire someone else? What should we do? Um, and hair had always come in abundance for us. Yeah. Like it had always come really easily for us. Um, and beauty was always sort of a little bit of like a separate side of the business, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and, you know, as, as a team, we predominantly have hairdressers working in our space. Yeah. So I think it just made sense for us to move forward just doing hair and focusing yeah. on what came really easily to us. Amazing. Yeah. I think as well, beauty Don't also really it's... changed. What? No, all good. Sorry, I was leaning on this. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was shaking. <coughs> I, was like, yeah, huh? I was like watching the camera in the corner <laughs> shake and I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to walk and be like, can you just like, get your arm off the desk? <laughs> Stop lounging on the equipment. <laughs> no, you're all good. I think as well, beauty really changed during COVID. People learned oh, how to huge. do their own eyebrows. They learned yeah. how to do their own nails. They learned how to do their own laminations. and um, Which scares and me. It is scary, you. definitely. Because I would not trust myself to not singe all of my eyebrows off my face if I tried to do a lamination But I think because you respect the trade. There are a lot of people yeah. that are like, oh, this is an opportunity. And, and there were also a lot of professionals who were teaching how to do that at home. So then people have kind of learnt these tools now and are doing it themselves. And beauty just yeah. has shifted a lot. And especially for us, we found a real shift, especially with... Um, over the last few years, the loss of like body waxing, people doing laser, things like that. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think it's about that. It's just started shifting out. So it was a natural prog- progression for us. If we had one beauty therapist and six or seven hairdressers, it made sense to focus on where we were really um, progressing and really streamline that. And it's yeah. been um, really amazing change for our business too, hasn't mm, it? Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's been different because you, you're sort of able to collaborate. The whole team is able to collaborate on one idea. Yeah. Uh, and I find it a lot easier, especially if we're doing podcasts, to be able to say what we do. Because it's like one easy sentence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we're a hair salon, a mindful hair salon. Whereas beforehand, I used to be like, oh, we're a salon that specializes in skin, hair, and, you know, we'll throw some lashes and brows in there. And yeah. it was sort of like, now yeah. we just streamline and just do that one thing that we do really well. Yeah. We still do have the skin side to the business, but it's just on a consulting basis yeah. so we don't yeah. do any well and I think stuff. even for like how you've rebranded your business as well over the last like six months mm. I know with you know being your friend and also being a client of yours yeah. as well you've really like streamlined and found what you're really passionate about and what lights you up and mm. I think that's so important people still put that pressure on themselves to like do, do everything. everything and mm. it's like let's just do what we love and what makes us feel really good and what your strengths are play to those strengths and if there are things in there that aren't working stop trying to make them work just let them and also like it's your business you have full control exactly. of what you want to offer and what you don't want to offer yeah totally and then you can change it like yeah. so you don't have to be like i think when we started out our thing what was we were talking about our business plan the other day and it was kind of set up our salon <laughs> chaotically Look at what everyone else was charging and just knock $10 off that. And that's what we'd start charging. Yeah. It was just ridiculous. And I think that's like, you can recheck, like we've rebranded, reshaped, rejigged the way that we do things Mm. and probably will continue to move that way. Mm. And you guys have recently become a mindful salon. Not recently, but in like the last, what, three years or so? I think we've recently realized what we actually do, what what we're actually able to offer our community. Yeah. So for a long time, it was like, oh, there's these different things in the salon that I've never experienced before, like, you know, coloring books, um, Love. Uh, all the in-house stuff that we yeah. do with our team. We talk really openly about mental health on our, all of our social media platforms. Yeah. These things that we didn't really know were a point of difference. It just was stuff that came really naturally to yeah. us. And then I reckon three years ago is when we were like, oh, hang on a second. 
this is this who is, we are. Let's yeah. offer this thing. Yeah, and we were like, hang on, this is a bit different. Other salons aren't doing this. This might be the reason why we were able to grow really successful yeah. in nine years. So. so when you say mindful, for the people listening at home that don't really understand what a mindful salon is, can you explain that a little bit? Sure. So we have three points that we um, sort of base our mindfulness on. Yeah. Um, so education, and for us that looks like our Life Ahead program, which is an internal personal development program that we offer to our team. Love. Um, so once a month we close the salon and do a team building day. We've done things from um, like ice baths to high ropes courses, meditation workshops. Communication things. I love. I yeah. love it. So making so team work really well. Yeah, things to, um, as much as we want to focus on our clients having an amazing experience when they're in our chair. We mm. also want to make sure that our team who are there for 30 hours a week are having an amazing experience with us when they stand behind the chair too. Yeah. So um, education is really important to us. Um, community. So we do do a lot of stuff within the community mm. in terms of um, like charity stuff. Um, we're a sustainable salon as well. So yeah. 98% of everything that we use in the salon is upcycled, recycled or repurposed. Love. So fitting for like your two personalities as well. Like this is just all you guys, 100%. Um, and then the third one is connection. So yeah. basically we want people to feel immediately comfortable when they walk into our space. Yeah. Um, and there's things like, you know, when you sit in the chair and, and you do have little points of difference in terms of um, activities that you can mindfully do while your hair's processing. So yeah. you're not sitting there like scrolling social media. Yes, love. Looking at accounts that make you feel like shit. Yeah. Negative for your mental health. Or like um, diet culture, trashy yeah. mags, those sort of yeah. things. Like That's what I love. Okay, so the reason, little side note, jumping again. The reason I continue coming back to you guys was I remember going to multiple hair salons. So I think I've been seeing you guys doing my hair for like what? Six, you're a baby when we Five yeah. years, five, six years. Like I would have been like... You were maybe you know, I, I, you were like I feel you were still working at um Woolies. Yeah, I would have been like eight, like seventeen or eighteen, I reckon. Yeah. Like I was like a baby. You were baby, baby. That's really crazy. You were still at uni, That's definitely. Okay, so maybe I wasn't in high okay, maybe I was like No no no. Oh, no, 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 no. I reckon you were in I reckon you were finishing year twelve. I reckon so as oh, well. Yeah. It's been a what long a journey. Time. How beautiful. Oh, shit. That's crazy. <laughs> um but I remember like going to hair salons before that, or even like not shitting on other people in the industry, but even like laser clinics or like you go into like get your eyebrows done and it's like cold and hostile mm. and they, people at the desk just look at you in a bit of a judgmental way mm. and you don't feel like going back. Where when I yeah. walked into your salon, everyone knows you by name. Mm-hmm. Everyone tells you to sit down. We'll wait a sec. We'll come be with you in a minute. Like so warm, so welcoming. It's not like, mm-hmm. hi, just another number in the book. Mm-hmm. Move along. Thank you. No, but it's seriously true. And I have a couple of my clients and a couple of my friends that I've referred to come to you guys, and they all say the same thing. Oh, Oh, that's beautiful. Literally. But you know, I think it's a really um, intimidating thing, especially as a female, to walk into. I guess this would be similar to to gyms. Mm -hmm. To walk into a space that. um, Oh yeah. You know, you're. We've got a huge responsibility to look after essentially how people feel about themselves yep. like that's a massive responsibility and also a massive thing that someone's putting their trust in you for yeah so it's important to get really comfortable immediately and for people to feel really welcome and at home um, but also to remove all the bullshit that a lot of salons have in terms of like this like instagrammable space yes. and this like you know you've got to wear makeup to come into the salon yeah Fuck that. No. we just and you so it kind of feels that. like sometimes when you walk into these other spaces it's like a sense of judgment like the same thing as yeah. if you were to walk into a gym for a first time you think that everyone's staring at you and you've got this gym anxiety and it's the same thing when you walk mm. into a space where you feel judged like you know i go to my hair appointments with my hair like oily and fucking disgusting as you should and i'm like a little rat like a drowned (laughs) little oily rat and like you don't want to walk in and be like oh fuck the first thing they're looking at is like how gross my hair looks today or how bad my skin looks today Mm. and that's what you guys have never done which is amazing that stigma is something we really wanted to shift from like i feel like our industry especially hair like i really feel like it has this like you know people often if you like stereotypical um what a hairdresser is they're normally like bitchy and like you know wild and party animals yeah like yeah a lot of that stuff is true and a lot of that stuff isn't true Mm. i think like the general stereotyping of or even just like the general thought that especially we have as young women in the world i think coming into hang on where am i going (laughs) (laughs) i think as like young women 
we have this thing of like all eyes are on us and people are always like thinking the worst yeah. of us and that yeah. whole thing of like I'm not enough that's the theme that plays out throughout our entire life mm-hmm. and I think for Nix and I we really wanted I hated that feeling I'm someone that's naturally an anxious person yeah so going into a new space with people I don't know in a place that I don't know that's completely not familiar yeah we really wanted to try and stop that from the second that they walked in and that anxiety was lifted yeah I love that and we could start shifting through that and make them feel really comfortable they could relax and you can see people's yeah um you can you can literally pretty much identify now people who are coming into our space for our first time where they do have that little bit of like oh yeah. I'm a bit like oh no like yeah that sort of thing compared to like if you walk in you're like hey guys like what's up yeah and I even think, the way that you guys are, like, you don't treat anyone, whether they've walked in that door for the first time or they've been in that door a hundred times any differently. Yeah. Like, you will, every single one of you, when somebody opens that door, like, I can experience it when I'm sitting in the chair, someone will open that door and all of you will like, turn oh, your okay. head. <laughs> yeah, you will literally be like, hello, welcome. Like, it's so friendly and oh, so, like, it's a welcoming space. Thank yeah. That's, oh, nice. that's beautiful. I think it's really yeah, special because yeah. I think, and I also think the importance of using people's names, if, like, people do oh, not use huge. people's names anymore yeah it's so powerful like if someone uses my name i'm listening so much more oh, than being like hey babe how are you what's happening yeah i mean i still do do that especially yeah yeah what i love but i think using someone's name that sort of thing it just makes people feel important it makes it gives that sense of like belonging and connection. feeling yeah it's connection mm. it's and again about. it's not just like another number on your books kind of thing exactly. it's not just like oh we need to make money so get in our doors and we'll tick you yeah. off in and out kind mm. of vibe which yeah. is what we don't want Mm. And I think that's the thing. It's um, it's um, I, for us. It's not about like necessarily like making like money and mm. you know one day we're going to be living in mansions and anything like that. For us, it's yeah. Com- we both drive here. Just bring everyone back to reality. But um, for us, our whole like our um, what's that thing? Not our slogan. Purpose. Purpose. Our mission is mm. consciously making a difference. Yeah. Environmentally consciously within our community yep. socially everything like that and yeah. i think that's the thing if you can make a difference and improve someone's day and if that's from a haircut yeah. or from just conversation that you've had with them that's yeah the purpose for us. yeah massive. and i also think as well and this is something i always reflect on like i would have never i never thought that i would ever get into business for money like i was never like i'm going to open a business to make millions yeah because to be honest business is fucking hard man it's hard it is stressful it tests you emotionally physically mentally every single fucking day yeah and if i could have not that i would want a nine to five because i do love the freedom of working for myself but if i could have a nine to five where i didn't have to worry about any of the stress like getting into business for me to make money was never a thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, I just want to do something that I fucking love. Yeah. And whether it does well, great. And if it doesn't, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But I think even that, like I really, and I think this is where we've always really resonated really mm. um, consciously together. I think your purpose for doing it is a lot to do with also your journey. your oh, development, 100%. Yeah. And you want to then have that passion helping other people. Yeah. And I think that's the thing when you have, especially with entrepreneurs and, um, people that are wanting to start their own businesses, if you've got a purpose and you've got a direction, you've got a passion, harness that and you can kind of create whatever you want. But I think especially with like those sort of things, when you have that like passion, you can really do anything that you want with it and do it. And I think a lot of people think when you have your own business, you're doing it for money or... Yeah. And some of that can be an incentive And some people. people are in business for money. Like, yeah. yes, that is a thing. Absolutely. But and I there's always... also nothing wrong with that. Like, no. power to you. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. You you if you want to yeah, hustle, yeah. hustle. I respect that. Yeah. Like, absolutely. But I sometimes think I'm like, I would have never, like, all of the tries and tribulations <laughs> over the past five years. Yeah. Especially with, like, both of our industries were shut down during oh. the pandemic. And, like, savagely, yeah. like. You guys copped it so bad. Actually, the juice popped as bad as Like, I had the the beauty of being able to transform my business fully online, right? But you chose to do that yes. as well. I think that's also yeah. very important. A lot of people, same with, like, we had to pivot our business to oh, online you as well. Killed you it. had yeah. to, during this time, find a way to... It was sink or swim. Exactly. Yeah. You had yeah. to make a way for it to work because we couldn't Rest just sit there and... Exactly. Sit there and whinge. Yeah, it was shit. But the whole world was shit. Like, it, mm. was, it was not just isolated to the three of us in yeah. this room. <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> I, I seriously thought the world revolved around us, guys. Uh, I know. What do you mean? Like it, it, but I mean, that's the thing. It was so easy to fall into that and be like, oh, poor me. And like, I've got nothing and no one's supporting us. And, yeah. and like, granted, we had lots of those days. But I think that's the thing. The three of us were able to pivot our businesses in that time. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So what did you guys, what are some like lessons you learned? And what did you guys do for your business when you were forced to kind of shut? 
Um, I want to take this one. Oh, yeah, because you like... guys lev like you not leveraged as in like a bad way leverage, but you guys leveraged and pivoted your business so well for something that's hands-on yeah and i think as well i think it's really important to note nikki was just about to give birth when this was happening so Mm -hmm. and what you were like nikki went was quite overdue with her baby as well you were Mm -hmm. 40 43 weeks when i gave birth i know i didn't think it was possible for a human (laughs) being to be that pregnant it was pregnant it was holy shit 43 weeks because what's full term 40 40 and they don't often let you go over 42 uh, my, they thought I was adorable at the hospital. They just le- kept letting me go and come and go. But um, I just didn't you were in there every day though, getting everything checked, and they were like, oh, you know, Nikki was like, oh, no, they really wanted me to be yes. Yeah, they were really, but you know, she's a strong me. businesswoman. She yeah, like, oh. there we go. <laughs> she negotiated it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, uh, I think what it was it March or something that we shut yeah. down. So I was a couple of months off giving birth. But um, obviously we went full work from home mode. So you have yeah. a, um, a company that revolves around, we literally sell touch. So yeah. all of a sudden we're out of that. Um, and then the team was working remotely from home. Everyone was able to get JobKeeper, which was fortunate. But we, more than anything, we didn't want people to just sit at home on JobKeeper doing nothing. Yeah. Um, so we changed into like a full work from home mode, which was amazing. So we had everyone working remotely on a Monday. Um, and it really kept the team morale going. We would do like team building activities over Zoom. Mm. We all worked on the online store together. We created content. We literally, you know, we had that moment of like, fuck, what does this mean? Everything we've ever built. Yeah. The business was just <laughs> starting to like really be able, like we were able to actually sort of take a step back and yeah. allow it to just do its thing and then got shut down. Um, but we did have like, you know, a little moment of, Oh my god what does this mean but we yeah. got into action pretty quickly yeah so we yeah we went full work from home everyone um pitched in and it kept the team interested in their jobs and connected yeah. to their jobs and connected to the company more than anything um connected our community yeah and people were like it was not an option for us not to come back yeah um oh i for know the team I would have flown off the handle. It was nuts. People were buying a thousand dollar gift vouchers and yeah. saying, "I don't want." Yeah, I don't want the vouch. Like it was, it was. How beautiful is that? Amazing. It was the most honestly, That's like amazing. I could cry to say. Yeah, it was the most humbling thing. Oh yeah, to see that this business that we built for so long had become so much bigger than just me and Tess. And also, it's kind of a perspective for you guys because when you're in your own business, I feel like. You're so in it that you don't realize the impact that it actually has on other people until stuff like this does happen. And you're like, holy fuck. Like, I thought it was just me and my sister (laughs) doing what we do every day. But it's actually impacting thousands of people in the community's lives. It was super humbling. Like, really, really humbling. And I think it really showed the impact of, like, where we were. Because we, yeah, I think we were just looking at each other being like, okay, like, we've done a a good Mm. job. And, like, this will probably take us out. And seeing the... I mean, where you do go, that gives me goosebumps. It actually gives me chills. It was a lot, and I think it was also because we were like, there was just so much going on, and like no one knew what was happening. I still remember when like all that stuff like first came out. We were all terrified. Like everyone was like, "Yeah, this thing," and you know now it's just sort of nothing. Not nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it was it was huge at the time. Yeah, now it's kind of dissipated. Yeah, I think it's it's become more normal. It's normalized. That that's what I'm trying to say with it. And I think it was um, super humbling, and to have the community support, and also then the opportunities that came from that community support, where people were um, tagging local members into our things, and then um, we had local members reach out and want to talk to us and find Mm. out what was missing and how our experience was, which. That was really cool too. Yeah. And as I said, it was really sink or swim. So we had a lot of friends in the industry who were like, fuck it, I'm done and um, closed or... Yeah. Um, and, and that was right for them. Yeah. Um, for us, we made the really conscious decision of like, okay, we're just going to go all in here. Yeah. So after we had the initial, like, we realized that we had to do whatever we needed to mm. do to secure everyone's jobs and make sure that we had somewhere to come back to and for our community to come back to. Um, we just really sort of pivoted our business, went back to really basic education, Yeah. how to actually wash your hair, like yeah. literally how to shampoo your hair. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know that. How to wash your face properly. Yeah. Um, really the double cleanse. Change <laughs> <Double> life. Change <laughs> my fucking life. 
Um, <laughs> but really went back to basics. Mm. Um, and then we ended up releasing our first product, which was the Love Box. Yes. Um, which was really beautiful. It was this um, self-care box that you could give to a friend who you were missing because obviously we weren't able yeah. to see each other. Um, that went crazy and so people good. just loved it so it was it was and it was really nice to be able to create while we're in this like negative yeah. sort of space and there was no the option for you guys stopping sorry i was not going to allow that i would have actually i would have blown off the handle but even that's super humbling <laughs> i would have started that, a ride that's the thing i'm like even that's like humbling as shit and even like through our friendship and everything yeah. else over all these no years and that really does make you go okay cool if, it, if that doesn't inspire people if that like and this is within your own business mm. or your own life if people are like ready to rally for you oh that needs to light you up like you can yeah. let that sink in and really like hear that like yeah. that inspires the fuck out of me to be like cool i am gonna go hard i am gonna do what i need to do and get it done because yeah. it's so easy to sit in the wallow and self-pity and sadness yes yeah. and i mean like during that time i think like we all had those days where we i remember like I remember literally, I'd never cry except when you just had tears in your eyes then. And then I had tears in my eyes and I was like, we're going to be crying on the podcast today, guys. Um, I never cry. Like, it takes a lot for me to be like a very emotional and crying kind of person. I'm just naturally not like that. And I remember when the gym shut and like my business had like gotten busy in the gym and I hadn't really branched into online yet. And I remember Mm. sitting on my boyfriend's bedroom floor crying, being Mm. like, I'm fucked. Like... I've worked for th- or two and a half years, three years, building my business to where it is today, which was amazing, like a really um, great face-to-face business. And then I was like, fuck, mm. I don't know how to go online. I don't totally. know how to do anything. Mm. And then I thought, you know what? I either sink or swim, like you guys yeah, said. Sure. I either give up on my fucking career and give up on my dreams or mm. I just have to figure out a way to make this work. Mm. Totally. But I remember like that like sinking feeling watching Dan Andrews on TV being oh, like... No. My life is. We hated to see him. We were like, get oh, off, get off the TV. Off. <laughs> Especially when he was always in like, 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 like So when oh. he was wearing the like suit, you were like, oh fuck. I, I do remember like sports vets was the North Face is when he was like lockdowns lifted. Yeah, like, like what is Dan Andrews gonna wear today? Totally. As soon as you saw it, it was yeah. like done. Oh. Cool. Yeah. You know what I reckon it is though, Kate. You you when you're talking about that feeling, mm. I think it is. Um, like you were saying, oh, I worked this hard for three years to build mm. this business. It's also about the vision that you had yes. projected. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh my God, I've worked for three years and now this is potentially, I'm going to like yeah. lose this. So it's going to come crashing down. It's also the vision that you had for the future. That was the hard part. Oh. You know, for people who are, um, have, have uh, visionary leaders, yeah. whatever you want to say, like, yeah. I know you're very much similar to us yeah. in that sense. It, that's the hard part of like, fuck, this whole thing could come crashing down. So no one predicted it. Like it was no, no one predicted that. Yeah. that was, and I even remember when it was starting, I was like, oh, this will be gone in two weeks. I said two weeks to flatten two the curve, weeks. besties. Two. We're all good. Oh, totally. Gyms, we we were weeks. on one of the last like flights before it yeah. all shut down. We were flying up to a business conference in Queensland I don't know, people wearing masks, and I was like, like dramatic. <laughs> How lame is that? Seriously, I was like, oh my god, guys, this is gonna like blow over in a second. And Next minute, three years later, I know. <laughs> nine pm curfew. Yeah, it was a wild time. Five kilometer radius. The nine pm curfew. But I think as well, like when I think of that time, I actually, and I don't even know if you'll remember this. I remember us having so many conversations. Yeah, we're in such a similar boat. And yeah, I remember like. Just having someone that was in that familiar space yeah. that knew how, like, I remember us having conversations and, like, I think when we were allowed to go back to work, you were like, amazing, yeah. like, this is so good. And I instantly was like, I'm yeah. so sorry. You but can't. we, yeah, we were, I remember that, like, you guys yeah. were allowed to open with, like, very strict capacity rules well, hair and was everything. Open. Yeah, beauty, beauty was wasn't. Beauty guys. Yeah, yeah, so beauty and the gym was the same level. Same, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing, but I even remember that, like, that stuff that I remember forever, like, oh. just those conversations that we've had with them. Yeah. Because you could understand and identify with each person and feel that pain like that. And I think as well, like not singling out people that don't own businesses because everybody (laughs) struggled in that time. Totally. But But especially us. But (laughs) especially the three of us. (laughs) (laughs) We're the victims. The three martyrs. (laughs) But I think like, you know, my boyfriend, Mm. shout out to you if you're listening, he's probably not, but whatever. (laughs) We love you, Amanda. We love you. He had the luxury of working the whole time. Yes. He worked a secure nine to five. He got yes. a paycheck. He got his annual leave. He got his sick leave. Like nothing changed mm-hmm. in his world. Mm-hmm. And I think we had a lot of hard conversations during that because I really struggle with the fact that 
I was locked inside. He was still able to go to work because he was still an essential worker. Mm -hmm. He was still able to go into work. Obviously, he had to like wear masks and all of those precautionary things. But I really struggled with that because I felt so alone. Like he would get to work at seven and he wouldn't get home till six o'clock. And I was literally locked in my house going for a walk in my 5K radius. Like, yeah, I was working with clients and stuff. But he didn't really understand that. He was like, yeah, but you're still working. Like, it's fine. And I'm like, yeah, but my whole world has changed from literally going out, seeing my friends, my family, going into the gym, working with clients, having the momentum of my business building up as well to then lose that. He was like, oh, you'll be fine. And I was like, bestie. Maybe I won't be. Absolutely. Did he struggle going though to work every day? Like, did he struggle? No. no. He was just I think living is... his own blissful bubble. Yeah, I think it is. I resonate with that a bit because yeah. my partner was also working the whole way through, and I'm naturally quite a resentful person. So yes. yeah. The second that like we were, he and he is like honestly one of the most supportive incredible yes we know you like him just a little one but he's just like unbelievably he like one of the most supportive people i've ever yeah. in my life so he was always there and i was like crashing every lockdown i would just crumble yeah. and be like fuck i can't handle this and he'd be like helping me Aww. off the floor beautiful but then he would like go to work the next day <laughs> and you're like fuck you you're not so beautiful it anymore was like, i got that but the second he complained about work oh. so if he came home and was like oh my god i just don't want to talk about work i was like well at least you have a job like i was just instantly this I like and i could yeah. not i couldn't sit with him on any of his which sucked for him and mm. sorry babe <laughs> like but also you will listen to this very well. <laughs> so sorry babe um but i think that's the thing it was like that really hard thing because People that couldn't work were, like, pissed at the people that could work. And then people that could work felt guilty over it. Oh, 100%. Or, like, would have that thing or not understanding. And be yeah. like, oh, it'd be fine, it'd be fine, it'd be fine. It was so hard to, like, sit with anyone that wasn't yeah. in the same space. Oh, it was just a yucky time. And I even think as well, like, I know this sounds horrific. What's about to come out of my mouth? I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean any of it. <laughs> but, like, if you don't own a business, you don't get it. Totally. What's that like, thing that Renee Brown says? If you're not in the yeah, arena, then you don't get to have an opinion. Yeah, like, you have fuck no up. fucking idea. Like, Amanda is super supportive as well. And, like, even a lot of my close friends at work, nine to fives, like, I would be really struggling. And they'd just be like, yeah, but your business is doing so well. And, like, I know that my business took off in, in the middle of a lockdown, which I'm forever thankful for. But also it was still fucking hard. Like whether I was doing yeah. well or not, it was still everything else around me that was taken away from me. At that the was time. your choice. That was your only choice. Like it was that or nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't, and you didn't prep for that. That no. wasn't, what was it? Like when you go back to pre-pandemic, was this what you had in mind? No way. I mean, it's worse now. I also, now. I also yeah. think it was a really conscious choice. Having, I'm, I was one of your clients during yes. this lockdown. Yes, yes. And you consciously showed up for every single person. Oh, so it's not like... You're amazing. That, it's, that's easy what... to, it's easy to be like, oh, we're so grateful for being able to have a job at the end of this or whatever. Yeah. But it really was a conscious choice. Yeah. Really. And I mean, I could have realistically just been like, fuck it. Absolutely. And yeah. no one would have like been like, yeah. why? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just no one would be like, oh, okay, dramatic. Like, that would not... like. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course you have. But I decided, no, nah, fuck it. And now look at, but look, look at the it three now. of us now. But like, it's the thing. I'm like, you've like, you're me. building an empire. You have so got so guys. many. Well, like, you know, but it's like, it's, it's important to mm. be like, celebrate like how much, like it, it was sink or swim for you. Mm. You, Thank you have like leapt out of the pool and started running. <laughs> and now what you didn't even plan for. <laughs> leapt out of the pool you and have, started you're running. Like, you're, you're out of there. Like you're. Do you know Tops what I mean? are off. <laughs> when so when runs. <laughs> Which will start at the end of the episode. <laughs> but I think that's the thing. It's so important to have that because I don't think any of the three of us, you know, getting back to like the last bit of like pandemic stuff, mm. none of the three of us would have predicted that this is how no. our businesses would have, what the um, issues that our businesses would be facing. It's the cards that we were dealt and we do what we need to yeah. do. And now we can celebrate that, surviving that, thriving in that. Yeah. And now... Here we, we are. Forward, yeah. Look at us now, bitches. That's right. How <laughs> <laughs> you like me now? Sorry, I want to ask a little question about like the what's the word for it? It'll come to me. The massive organization that you guys actually run. Because we haven't, I know you briefly said how many staff members actually work for you, mm-hmm. but I think that's a whole nother part of business as well, if we want to talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So 
Oh, what, five years ago? Five years ago, we started, um, maybe six years ago, we started doing a bit of charity work. So a couple mm. of years into uh, owning a business, we did, we kicked off with like, we did an RSPCA fundraiser. Yeah. Um, something else, can't remember what it was. Sorry, didn't uh, Yeah. I can't, can't remember. We've always sort of had our hand in um, doing, what's the word? Like, Charity. charity work. Yeah. I hate yeah. the charity. Like, uh, yeah, I know what you, you mean. Know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, philanthropy? Philanthropy? <laughs> that sounds Whatever. Um, it works. Trying to help where we can. Yeah. Trying to see what else we can do. Yeah. Um, and it goes with our mission of consciously making a difference. Yeah. So we've always tried to give back as much as we possibly can. Uh, and then five years ago, we started um, running trivia nights. Yeah. So um, Tessa's best mate passed away um, from yeah. cancer. 27 years old. Um, so we ran one for... That counts. story still gives me shivers. Yeah. Mm, it's, yeah it's, like a, it's an awful story, but also an important one. And I think that's the thing. She, mm. without going too deep into it, um, our beautiful girlfriend, Ellie, she was 26 when she was... No, 25. Five. Yeah. 25 wow. when she was diagnosed, very healthy, never smoked, drank, anything like that. Yeah. Picture of health, literally the, the complete opposite of me at the yeah. time, which is funny that we were best mates. But um, <laughs> And then she... Uh, was really feeling unwell for a long time, was diagnosed with stage four terminal bowel cancer, was given oh, wow. uh, six to 12 months, ended up surviving 20 months. But it was wow. a very traumatic, devastating and still very devastating event. But we wanted, she really wanted some good to come out of her passing and yeah. um, for it to have a meaning. Yeah. And from that, we then decided to start doing, I think we went the first one in her honour. Yeah. Cancer Council. First yeah. one. Um, and a tribute night just to raise money yeah. as we could, which was amazing. Then the second year we did, um, Samuel Johnson came and we did it for Love Your Sister. Oh, yeah. Um, that was hectic. Yeah. And then last year, sorry, however many years ago that we lost pre-COVID times yeah um we actually founded our own organization so, so that we could cool. help um a little local boy ben yes. who is living with an incurable disease um so he's got a chromosome disorder and yeah. um and we raised thirty thousand wow. dollars just over 30 grand i think How for them fucking powerful is that amazing Beautiful. so they've been able to like set up their house um, yeah you know, separated parents. So NDIS will only fund one house. Um, oh, of course. So then okay, dad's yeah. house, we were able to um, help set up um, wow. equipment and things like that. Because um, wow. he, he is quite high needs. So yeah. um, all the equipment and everything that they need. So amazing. Oh, shit. Amazing. You guys are fucking doing God's work. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> that is insane. Oh, I think it's, so but it's, it's, well, it's, it's stuff that lights you up. It's good. It's yeah. good to give back. And I think, you know, it's important to give back. Whether, yeah. Whatever that means to you it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, give, you know, whatever, you know, half your wage or anything yeah. like that. It's whatever that looked like. It can be helping a mate. It can be, yeah. I just think that giving back in whatever capacity, it, it makes such a difference. Yeah. Like really does. It feels good to do yeah. good. A hundred percent. So I want to touch on staff. Yeah, and I want to know staff. So like, how many staff members do you guys have, and how do you go managing a team? Because I know that managing anyone in your business is very hard sometimes. Mm. So how do you find your staff, and what do you guys look for? Um. So we're currently hiring. Currently hiring. Yes. Any hairdressers? Just in case anyone's listening. Um. So. We find staff through a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Some of them we've like tracked down. So like Megan, interesting story. Yeah. I love this story. Love Tell this us. Story. Tell us. So she, I followed her. She was, um, her Instagram handle was like Megan the Perth hairdresser or something like that. And then I logged into Instagram one day and I was like, what the hell? It says Megan the Melbourne hairdresser. And I was like, is it the same chick? Go in there. And I'm like, yep, it's definitely her. <laughs> so I messaged her and I was like, whoa, it says you've gone from Perth to Melbourne. What's going on? Yeah. She said, yeah, I just moved to Melbourne. And I said, oh, amazing. Have you got a job yet? And she said, no, I haven't. I said, great. Don't bother looking. I know where you're going to work. <laughs> so I said to her, come in, meet us, blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, where's the salon located? I said, East Bentley. And she was like, well, I'll be living in Richmond. I think that might be a bit far. She's like, oh, I think that might be a little bit far for me to travel. I was like, babe, it's 10 minutes. You, you're fine. Get Ten in the minutes. car and speed the yeah. whole way there. 10 minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes That's like helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. And she came in, fell in. I was just like, we're just going to get her in It's here. 10 minutes. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> really, really getting her over the edge. I was like, I know this person is right for us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's coming. Yeah. Great. 
came in, longest interview we've ever done because we just couldn't stop talking. Yeah. And she actually said she messaged a girlfriend and was like, are these guys like crazy or cool? I think she might have thought we were cool. But anyway, she ended up, so she's been with us now for like four years. Four years. Is it yeah. already been four years? Yeah. yeah. So Holy shit. So we, we find people all different ways. Sometimes yeah. it's seek. Sometimes it, we can be reaching out to people. Um, sometimes people will come to us. It really depends. So yeah. we've got a team of seven at the moment. Wow. Yeah. Um, I will flat out say I find like managing a team one of the most um, amazing like blessings in yeah. our business, but also can be really complicated. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I oh, don't know. No, no. Our team might listen to this and be like, excuse me how <laughs> but, um, rude <laughs> but it, it's you know it's hard you, you're hiring human beings you're not yeah. hiring robots so and everyone's different with different personalities yeah. and interests and and one thing i never really understood when i was employed by someone was that at any given time in a team that big mm. someone's sick going through like a, a, a personal yep. catastrophe in their life or some yep. sort of personal crisis needs a bit of extra support, needs a bit of extra love, needs a bit of extra training. Yeah. Whatever it is, you cannot take your foot off the pedal. Yeah. As a as a, a leader, yeah. you cannot take your foot off the pedal in an industry like ours yeah. with seven people. So I find that sort of the bigger that you get, the more issues, I guess, that come with it mm. um, in saying that we have hired some of the most incredible human beings I've ever met in my entire yeah. life and have the most amazing team and amazing culture. Yeah. I hand on heart say that. Agreed, agreed, agreed. <laughs> but every every day there's something, whether it's, um, you know, stuff that you're working on that's yeah. positive stuff, stuff that you're working on that's tricky or complicated. Yeah. Um, so it does come with it, its challenges for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and we have a, a manager employed. So yeah. even with those sort of things, you still, you it's constant. You, yeah. You've always got your foot on the pedal and... Um, I guess that's part of the, the business that we run um, and the fact that we're so involved in the business as well. Mm. But what we look for when we hire is just alignment in culture mm. uh, and someone who's going to add to our culture and not necessarily fit in with our culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I once heard this quote. I can't remember where it's from, but somebody, I think it was in a book that I was reading. Someone wise. Someone wise, someone wiser than mm. me, literally said, Never hire on skill, always hire on personality because mm. you can teach skill, but you can't teach personality. Oh, and if you think that they're going to fit in with your culture, they're going to do a hell of a lot better and you can always teach them to be better exactly. or do greater things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like we always, I mean, we've never hired anyone who was rubbish at hair, but yeah, I mean, there is a standard, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> foundations, but yeah. um, definitely it's personality. You can, you get a gut instinct within Straight five away. minutes. Yeah. And Tess and I will always, like, we can tell what the other one's thinking in an interview. And it's, like, within yeah. five minutes, you know, this is my person yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. you get this. And I think it's really instinct. important for us to say the thing that our girls are all so different, but the thing that is all the exact same, they're all so passionate. They are so caring mm. and are so loving. Yeah. So the experience, all of them are in there not only trying to create amazing experiences for our clients, but for themselves. Yeah. And yeah. for each other. And yeah. I think that's a really beautiful thing, you know, whether we're in there or not seeing that magic happen mm. and seeing that like friendship and that um it's a family like i think that's the thing we've created our own yeah. like, little mini family that hasn't always been the case you know, yeah of course had staff members that you know have been with us for a period and gone off yeah. and they've had some you know great ones and some shockers yeah and like that's part it's of life. it as well and it's learning like yeah. that's a big part of it and we're grateful for all of it where a lot of lessons come out of it yeah and yeah i just think where we are right now it's just magic. <laughs> Touch wood. That's the thing. Hopefully not too hard. Though. <laughs> um, okay, I want to talk a little bit about my skin. Hmm. Because I want to plug the shit out of you guys. Alright, so I want to talk a little bit about the skin stuff that you guys do. And I'm plugging the shit out of you for a second. Because hand on heart can say the products that I started using, what, maybe six weeks ago now? Yeah, I reckon... I don't think we've done a six-week review. Yes. Six weeks? Yeah. Look at my skin. Mm, you guys stunned. can't see it because we're in your airport. We need to get Kate a commission. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my fucking Dying. skin, honestly. So 
obviously we know that you guys do hair stuff, but also we do skin stuff. I know you spoke about that your beauty room has shut, but you still do online consults. Yes. So I've been a skin 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 therapist, skin, <laughs> skin therapist for thirteen years. Mm. Um, and yeah, I I just absolutely love skin. So I stopped treating skin in twenty twenty when I had a baby. Yeah. I just couldn't manage all of it, um, and now I just work on the business. I don't work in yeah. with clients at all. But I have recently started doing virtual consults again. Um, I had a couple of clients that went off to other um, clinics and salons yeah. and they weren't getting the support that they yeah. that they felt comfortable with. Um, so a couple of people reached out and asked if I would um, give them some recommendations and sort of get them back on track with their skin. And then we launched our virtual skin consults, which has been... So good. Which have been amazing. They've a been so game good. changer. Yeah. Because, okay, so... <laughs> Nikki and me had a skin salt. Nikki, a, a skin salt? <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> that a skin salt? Salt? Okay, that's branded. Google. Nikki and I had a skin consult. And I remember, I'm laughing because I remember telling you my skin regime and it was fucked. Well, I think you were, you know how I explained it to Tess? Sorry. <laughs> she went, well, well, you know how I explained it to Tess? And it was fucked. No, I'm not you, disagreeing at all. You are just uh, sorry. I've got to see. You were a like product happy person. Oh, so you were using things like retinol serums with vitamin C serums with like nourishing yeah. oils, but they were all In counteracting each other. Order, wrong order. Remember? Everything on my face, everything counteracting each other. Remember, I was saying I like was using a retinol, but first I would put on like a serum or something, and you were like. Okay, sweetie, like that's wrong. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> no. Um, you, yeah, you, you were excited to get everything on your face, and I love yeah. that. Your bathroom is exciting. Like, even before I was just sitting there and like, this oh. it's, it's, it's fun. It's I'm a like, candy. I, it's all straight away. was like, what do you think of this? Do you like this? Do you like that? Juice now, though? I did notice I that. Put I put all of my other yeah. products, like, after doing our can, can, why can't I skin say salt? that? Skin salts. <laughs> Away, I threw yeah. out some shit and I just put it out of sight and I'm like, I'm committing a hundred percent to seeing how this works because a little side note, I have been on Rakuten twice in my life. So mm-hmm. when I was, I think 16, no, yeah, 16 or 17, I suffered really bad cystic acne. I was also mm-hmm. on the pill for that. Mm-hmm. I then recently came off the pill at the start of 2021 mm-hmm. and then my acne came back. So, and that was something that I really struggled with. Like when I was younger, I was so insecure about my skin. Mm. The fact that I would wear so much makeup to try and cover it, which would make it 20 times fucking worse. Like, and it was like debilitating for me. And I went Mm. to multiple doctors. I tried antibiotics. I tried different serums and all this stuff. And then eventually went on Rakuten, went on it again. And I was more open to the idea of going on it again because I know how well that it worked last time. Mm. But I forgot the aftermath of mm. Rakuten. So like when you're on Rakuten, if you guys don't know, it pretty much closes all the oil production in your mm-hmm. skin. And I was just like a flaky little dry prune, yeah. which was great because I could wash my hair like once every two weeks because it was like never oily or anything. Mm. But then coming off Rakuten was a whole different fucking world for me because my skin was super oily. I was not getting any kind of breakouts, but I just wasn't controlling the oil production on my skin. And then I would be like this little slippery, <laughs> slippery oil ball running around the streets. Me every two days. But then you literally changed my life. Thank you. Like, thank you. Megan. Can we That's see beautiful. the skin? I've got well, that on video. Look at me plugging myself. My skin is beautiful, guys. You it literally look so flawless. It's like glowing. Like, I can't stop staring. It's beautiful. I'm obsessed. So... How do people listening, if they want to get in touch with you about a skin salt, where do we go? How do we book? Um, I think skin salt. I said it again. I'm so, I, I, like I like it. it. I think I'm we're changing our name. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think I think a lot of people can be really intimidated um, because it's a virtual consult as well. Sometimes people mm. can get uncomfortable with the idea. I mean, Zoom's like the most awkward thing at the best <laughs> oh, of times. I know. Um, the amount of people during the pandemic that invited me to like have a Zoom catch up, I was like, mate, I'd rather never see you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it, it can be a little bit intimidating, but it's just it's just me and the person um, yeah. on Zoom, and I like to think that I'm a. It was not intimidating. Yeah, no. not an intimidating sort yeah. of thing. Um, but I, I, anyone can book a consult. Yep. Um, so they go for about forty minutes. You can just book it on our on on. On our website mm. online, um, <laughs> you need to allow forty minutes. Um, you yep. get sent a, a pre-consult form, fill yep. that out, and then we talk through. Um, I've got like three sort of pillars that we go through. So we go through 
what you've done in the past and all your history, yeah. um, what your current routine is and when we can make some adjustments and then diet and food that you yes. can. I'm so passionate about eating for skin. Yeah. I love cooking. I love food. Um, and I have had hormonal acne my whole life. Yeah. So I really feel like I'm absolutely qualified to talk yeah. about the internal way yeah. that we can treat skin, which I'm huge on. That's pretty much like... 80% of what I do is, yeah. yeah. And that was the other thing as well. You recommended a collagen mm-hmm. to me, which I had sitting around at home, but I never really actually mm-hmm. actively used it. Yep. Now I use it every single day in my coffee because you can't taste it. No. Amazing. Yeah. Like that Game has changer. to be contributing to something that's going <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real, it's a joy to look yeah. at it. Thank you. Always has been, but like But even extra, more today. Extra. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, what we do internally is so it's yeah, so, so important. important. So important. Um, and the other thing I want to say about your little skin salt, skin salt, <laughs> skin salt. Fucking no, hell. Right, that's oh it. My, okay, that's it's now we, yeah, we're changing. We're rebranding. We're rebranding. Is you actually receive directions, like step by step directions? Because that's I was very product happy, right? And I was doing everything obviously in the wrong order, and I get confused. I get a little bit overwhelmed with it. You're good. You literally had a list of like. AM, PM, this is what you do. Follow this. Yeah. And now I know. Off by heart. You're, you're a good student, though, even just because you are prepared to invest, which yeah. is always like a great... Oh, I was so ready. But our, our industry is crossover. So it's yeah. like, yeah. for us, if you look at what we do as similar, like yeah. next to what you do, for us, you know, your personal trainer is your skin therapist. Yeah. Your workouts are your facials or your treatments. Yeah. Your um, healthy food and like diet, diet and yeah. active wear or whatever is your products. Yeah. So if you look at it, sort of the we're super a really similar. good way to put it. Yeah. We did that in a reel. I didn't just like think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't just thinking on the spot. Amazing. So before we wrap up to the end of this podcast, because we have spoken for like, like nearly a- an hour. <laughs> I can't believe oh, it's only gosh. been an hour. Do you know what's funny? Is before like. A day ago, Nikki texted me and was like, oh, how long should I allow for time? Like, I've got to plan the rest of my day. And I was like, an hour will be fine. We'll probably talk for like 40 minutes yeah. an yeah. hour later. Yeah. Um, two things that you wish that you could have told your younger selves, whether it's business or just life related. You know what? I I want to say, you, you go one, I'll go one. I want to say, like, we started the business when we were really, really young. Mm-hmm. 21 and 23. Crazy. And sometimes I think, was that a good decision to, <laughs> when to you start like so young? To start yeah. so young, yeah. because you know, if you think of it this way, our girlfriends were backpacking, yeah. you know, yeah. one night stands. Yeah, um, oh, like <laughs> <laughs> you were locked in, huh? It was a free agent. So if anyone wants to have a one night stand with me, <laughs> now is your time, guys. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, you know, they were backpacking, share houses, yeah. um, job to job, yeah. you know, partying, all that sort of stuff. Mm. And 21 and 23, like we bought houses and started businesses really young. Mm. And sometimes I think, fuck, did we miss out on life yeah. a bit? Yeah. Um, we didn't sort of travel around, do all that sort of stuff. But I do think that being 21, 23, we had this blind um, invincibility of like, yeah. What could go wrong? Fuck yep. it. This brave feeling. And Tess and I actually shook hands at the when we opened our space, shook hands, and we said, you know, I think we'd invested something like 75, 80 grand. Wow. We shook hands and said, if this goes tits up, all we're going to lose is money. Are you happy to lose yep. this money? And we shook hands and said, yep, we're yep. happy with that. Mm. And I think just having a blind invincibility really yeah. allowed us to propel without having any fear. Yeah. Like, no fear whatsoever. So I think... I would do things pretty much exactly the same way, but I would get a mentor earlier. Yeah. So this is a nice plug for your business, actually, yeah. because it took us three years to invest in a mentor. Yeah. And you, was, do you mean mentor like a business mentor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what's the right word. It's coach, mentor, mm, whatever. Same so we shit. worked with our first mentor three years in. Yeah. Um, I think we... I think it was about 30 grand a year. Yeah. Um, which we weren't, we weren't profitable. Yeah. So... You get a couple of knuckleheads who don't know how to run a business properly investing 30 grand for the year. I was petrified. And that was before travel and things like that and everything was interstate. Yeah. So that was the best decision we ever made, but I wish we did it sooner. Yeah. Because I've seen people who have invested with a mentor before actually opening their business and they just take off. Yeah. Yeah. But I, we had to learn lessons the hard way. Now we've got a new mentor and we're doing like totally different things. Yeah. But it's, 
we should have done that sooner. Yeah, for sure. That would be my. That was the yeah. one thing that we, I could have done differently if yeah. we had done it over. I always think the same thing as well. Like when I finished my cert three and four, I got into like a mentorship where I like worked under somebody else, and they were great. Don't get me wrong, but I always was like, I wish I invested in an actual business mentor, not just like to be a better coach mentor. If that makes sense, yeah. Because I didn't know how to run a business, like especially an online business. When yeah. COVID happened, I was like. I've got no idea. Totally. And then I invested like all of my savings into a business mentor and yeah. took off. Cause totally. we know our, we know our trades. Yeah. So we know our trades. We go and we're passionate. We're like, yeah. we know how to change people's skin. We know how to yeah. like do fucking awesome blonde. You know, we know how to make people look like a mand. You know, yeah, his little shirtless pig. Yeah, yeah. 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 But cheeky, well. cheeky plug. <laughs> but, <laughs> My um, hottest fuck boyfriend. You know, <laughs> you know, we know our trades, yeah. but we don't know how to actually operate a business. No, so should have done that. Sooner. We also shouldn't have to wear all of the hats in our business either. Totally. Like I know we get into business and we have to be a business owner, but it doesn't mean you're going to be fucking good at it unless you learn. And totally. if you have things you don't like doing, stop fucking doing them and find someone that's that does. Awesome. Like just literally go and hire someone that can do it for you. Yeah. If you don't have that, like. Nikki and I really divvied up our roles pretty quickly, what I like doing, what she likes yeah. doing, and then whatever we don't like doing, we give to other people. Yeah. And then that works really well as well. Yeah. I think it... I want to know what your one thing is. Well, I was just going to say before that, I think as well, it's really interesting the fact that you got a business mentor mm-hmm. and now you're teaching people. That's like yeah. a real like full circle moment I just realized like I love the health and fitness stuff don't get me wrong like I love coaching people and fucking making them become these powerful insane versions of themselves but man business coaching whole nother level for me totally like it just flows well I've done it so it flows so natural to me I'm not ever worried about like getting on social media and saying something incorrect because Mm -hmm. there's no right or wrong in it Mm -hmm. it's what I've done and what I've done really fucking well and I'm standing here being like, if I can do it, you can do it. Totally. So learn from me. Absolutely. And seeing someone's passion, like, yeah. come to life. Yeah. Where When you're, like, health and fitness stuff, you know, if I get online and say keto's bad, there's fucking 600 oh, keto gosh. warriors totally. in my DMs being like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, mm. where business stuff, it's just from my experience. You can't tell me I'm wrong. You can't argue with the fact. Yeah. yeah. And it's so important as well, if anyone is listening to this and, like, questioning whether or not they should get a coach, get a coach. Whether oh. that's Kate, whether that's someone else, and yeah. whatever it is that suits in your industry... If you're questioning it, you should be doing it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think it is. And if you're feeling lost, whether it's in your business or your health and fitness journey or even like a hair journey, yeah. go and learn from somebody that knows more than you. Exactly. Because it literally closes the space between starting and being successful. Mm. I I it's so important. Mm. I think, you know, that, that can fit to anything really. I know we're going in a bit of a tangent here, mm. but I think, you know, like you've changed my life in the short time we've been working together, I think a year. Yeah. Outside of our friendship and everything else. So it's coming up to a year. Yeah. It's nearly it's been nearly, a year. It's nearly out. Uh, for our, um, and I am a client of Kate. Are you going to so... take me on a date or should I take you on a you date? You should take me on a date. I should take you on a date. <laughs> <laughs> Calorie control. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's like, that's the thing. When I saw what was happening with Nikki and how like, much you were changing her life. I was like, I went in on that. Yeah. And then now I like, I'm so addicted to it. Like, Remember just... when I came into the salon? <laughs> I never forget this. It's been in a few um, times, yeah. my love. <laughs> just a couple hundred. I would <laughs> never forget. So I started working with Nikki. Nikki was one of my clients first. Oh my God, I do. Yeah. I know exactly what you're going to say. <laughs> Like bullied me into taking you on. Cornered you when you were at the basin. I was like, oh, I was, she's weak. I she's was vulnerable. I was vulnerable. Totally. I had the massage. I, <laughs> I had the little fucking cape wrapped around she's, my neck. I, I was bald. I had yeah. my toner in. She was like I was asleep. Bald. I was like, Kate, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like over the top of me, like morning bitch, wake up. <laughs> Look alive. <laughs> Because you closed your books and you were like, I, I can't. I've got too many people. Yeah. And I was like, I've heard that, but. <laughs> you like, I heard you're really busy, but what are the yeah, chances like, we can work together? You love me. Yeah, I was like, all right, let's do it. I did. I literally was like, I hear you massaging. Okay. <laughs> I saw my opportunity and I took it. So my advice is. <laughs> if you see Kate in real life, bully her into coaching right. you. Say yes. <laughs> I She's think, a good student, isn't she? Oh, insane. But like it's pe- like, insane. but the thing with that is, I always as a kid had like a lot. Both of, of you had insane or have insane transformations. Well, mate, it's a lot, a lot bye. to do with like the teacher that's doing it. And I think that's my point. If you were like asking these questions and things like that, mm. do them. Like, what's the what's the worst that's gonna happen? Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it, I was like, I want to do this because I want to get into that train where Nikki is and like really like I, I grew up with fitness. I wanted to yeah. be back doing yeah fitness stuff and not like you know have been focusing on my business for the last eight years. Yeah, let the rest of it slide. That's but I think that's the thing for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and like how much that's now as part of my lifestyle. Mm. <clears throat> These things that can seem monumental when you're going to do them and you're like, oh, I don't want to invest. You know, whether it's thirty thousand dollars for you know when we're literally making nothing. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was like okay, it's a I feel lot like, of money. It felt like it was just, you know, signing up for us to really close our doors. In the end, it turned everything around and we were then able to pivot. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. You have nothing to lose, so you may yeah. as well have a go at it. Just mm. fucking go for it. Um, my one piece of advice would be, I honestly think, and I see this play out, we've got, you know, our team is younger than us and a lot mm. um, younger, you know, we're dinosaurs now. And I think it is... <laughs> It's really important. So like, right there, birthday. So it's like 2005. I was actually looking. Is that oh. when you were born? 1995? Is that when you were Yeah, I'm about to Because I was in like, how Ooh, old was I? I'm 89. So that is like prehistoric. That's not that crazy. I feel like that feels yeah, like more normal But like to me. we've always gotten. When I've, I hear 2001, I'm like. Excuse me? Yeah. Well, I've been... I what actually you weren't wearing out. the 2000 goggles on the millennial year. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about those? Yeah. Your sunglasses. <laughs> Do I know what you're talking I about? I reckon I've still got it. I'm like the 2000... <laughs> zero, zero. Zero. Did they remake them for 2020? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They remade the 2020s <laughs> as well. Yeah. But with that, like, I think... Because that was a rippy year, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I actually realised the other day, to scare you for how long I've been doing it, I've been hairdressing for this is my 18th year, and our um, first year apprentice at the moment is 19. You can so hear I those bones breaking. She was one, which I was like, that's wow. fucking cool. That's so insane. But Fuck. I do see in a lot of, especially, and I am going to speak to the young women because that's where I'm definitely, like, I love my, I love mm. my ladies. I really think if I could say anything to myself, to anyone who is, we look at ourselves through such critical eyes and we have such mm. harsh inner critics mm. shut that voice down as quick as you can and the second that those like voices start talking to you yeah. about how you're not enough or you're doing a shit job or yeah. you're ugly or fat whatever your voices are saying to you start shutting them down and start having your inner best friend really screaming yeah. and singing your praises i feel like we spend enough of our time trying to convince ourselves that we're doing things right just shut that inner critic down because that is just such a Oh, I just it's I see debilitating. It. It's so debilitating, yeah. and it's destroying so many. We've already got so many battles in our life. Let's not start battling against our own selves. That's the thing. I think. Just please love yourselves, and if you find that hard, just work on that inner critic voice quietening down. Yeah, you feel so much better for it, and I promise you, as you get older, you do. You just fall completely in love with yourself, oh, and hundred percent. It's it's but you can start it so much sooner. I wish I had a start it so started it Agreed. so much sooner. And I'm so glad now that I can have those tools to shut it down. But please, anyone that's listening to this, and you, if you can resonate with this and hear those voices, please work on quieting them down and having that inner best friend. Yeah, screaming. Be your hype. Be your own yeah. hype girl. Like, get that shit going. And I always say, if you wouldn't say it to your best friend, don't say it to yourself. Oh. If I'm standing in the mirror being like, you look like a fat whale bitch, I would never turn around to anyone that I love and be like, you look like a fat whale. So why the hell am I saying totally. it to myself? Totally. It's unfair. That's the thing. And it's just, we give ourselves permission to do that to ourselves, yeah. which is just, oh, just sad. I just, yeah, that's the thing. I really hope that we can be our own hype girls. Yeah. Really like, I love yeah, that. just like go for it. Yeah. Take the world. Yeah. Build an empire. All righty. Well, that wraps us up. If people want to find you where can we where can we find you um you can we are in east bentley uh don't come unannounced though it's pretty busy <laughs> please book an appointment ahead of time <laughs> um no we're in east bentley instagram's where we play most often yep. so our handle is at ahead hair underscore yep. i think yeah. it is now we yep. had to change it at ahead hair underscore uh we're on tiktok no idea what that handle is but You'll find oh, it. Give it your best it. shot. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Um, and then, yeah, that's really all. And I know they don't want to bring it up, but they're starting their own podcast. Oh, we're starting our own podcast. Yeah, I think we're going to, well, I think we might relaunch it as the three of us. <laughs> that <was> very successful. <laughs> we're going to have to have a lot of tape. That's right. But, um, yeah, we're starting our own potty, so yeah. that'll be launching soon. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, in How next soon month. is it? 
Yeah. We have That's the microphones. We've got the, we had the mics for a year. Oh, I'm so excited for <laughs> But yeah, this. we're very excited for that. So that's yes. going to be called the A-Team. No, I'm decided. Well, I haven't name. signed off on that name. I'm not into that. But when <laughs> but we do yeah, know just, the name. Just search the A-Team. <laughs> you won't find it. <laughs> we, we, we're, we're not committed to that name. <laughs> it's not the A-Team. It's something else. It's the A-Team. We're going to get people that want to be spies. I don't want to do the A-Team. Isn't that what the A-Team is? I know it's us, but isn't that like... What? What's the you know the A team? I know it's like a movie, like a cartoon movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like the elites. I'm pretty sure they're like secret service people. Oh, okay. I'm talking about something different. No, I don't think any of us know. Anyway, what it's called anyway. the A team. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's the A team. So search it up. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for today. Oh, I really so appreciate fun. it. That Honestly. was such a fun episode, and I will talk to you all in the next episode. Bye.